The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Yeah! I see you bouncing. Bouncing, looking for Kurt. Kurt. Come on, Kurt. Yeah, there you go, Kurt. There you go, Kurt. Yeah. Kurt got the smooth rhythm. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Thursday, I love it. Live view from the Tostitos <laughs> Championship Plaza in front of the Ford Center where the high today is 89 degrees. It's 85 degrees right now. That is Nate Newton. He is Kurt Daniels. I am Jesse Holly. We are hanging with the boys, the sports equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Thank you so much for joining us today. Nate, you good? You good now. Kurt, huh? you get Kurt and the dancing. Oh, hey, hey Chris B, put, put, put that music back up. Cue that music back up, Chris B. Cue that music back up, Chris B. You can't cue it back up? You can't, okay. You all missed the treat. You all missed the treat. You off the hook right now. Yeah. Kurt, you good? I got music good. back yeah, if you need yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's put, any? Put, put something put on. Someone, put, something on put, put something on. Put something on. Put something on. Put something on. It got a little bounce to it. Yeah. Put something on. It got a little bounce to it. I got too much stuff playing back here. Never mind. Never mind. Some Metallica on. We'll some, some Metallica. Uh, Metallica. <laughs> we'll be out of beat with Metallica. We'll definitely be out of beat with Metallica. That's not it. That's not it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He tried to save Kurt. He's doing it on the slide. He's saving Kurt. Oh, man. We are back again for another loaded show. It's Thursday. Today's the heavy day of work for the Cowboys. As I was walking in, I saw the big boy, Jason Peters, ramping up. Mm. Yesterday, he looked like he was about to throw up. He he looked all right out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big dude. Like, just he, the, he, you know, he reminded me of Nate, Nate Noon big, but he was he taller. He taller, than me. Than, like yeah. like he is. He huge. Six four, three twenty eight. He's he's bigger than six four. He looks like six six, six yeah. seven. Mm. I, I just for all the humans out there that sit on their couch and scream about do this and do that, and that man will break you in half <laughs> without even a serious effort. That dude is. Like, and it reminds me of when people always say things like, oh, Jess, go back out there. They can use. And I tell people all the time, physically, if I took the time, I can get back in the greatest shape of my life. I really could. Yes. I, I really could. And I know right. all, all the athletes say, right, I'm the best shape of my life. <laughs> I can get in some really good shape. If I just took the – I need like 60 to 90 days, I can get like in the best shape, right? Yeah. right. Mentally. <laughs> I could like, imagine – when, when I came into the league, same with Nate was in the right. league. Like, they had a four-man wedge. And it was dudes like Jason <laughs> Peters in this mentally, I don't uh, have what it takes anymore to take that type of pounding and uh, think it's okay. You, and you know yeah. what's so funny? Because I was one of the wedge guys. And I would see Jesse, guys of his build and his size. And the thing about it, they wouldn't even turn sideways. They would literally run 
through you. You had to get out <laughs> and get ready because I'm telling you, look, you, you, they would look small until they yeah. just exploded yeah. to you. Everything and big, everybody man. be in the meeting room talking about, woo. <laughs> because, listen, because at times, like, it was yeah. depending on where the ball was kicked, yes. you couldn't take a side. Yeah. Nah. Like, it was your job to be – you had to spill it. Yeah. So if you took a side – and then it went the opposite. You 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 messed up. Yeah. So it, you you be like, hey, listen, if it's kick right, please <laughs> kick it right. Because if he if it's if it's kick right and he kick it middle, yeah. I I have to spill it. Right. There right, is right, no right. there is no taking aside. One of the funniest things I remember you saying last year, you were talking about special teams, and you'd be up there counting the guys to see who was oh. com- who, who was coming at oh. you, and you're just like, oh lord, man. <laughs> you get up there, you be like, all right, you be, the, like, I got the R four. You be like one, two, God, his number be ninety two. It was seventy six. I'm like, I'll take a forty number. I'll take an eighty number. Did you ever ever come across and, and block linebackers all the time? Ooh. Yeah. And and for me, like Jody would be like, because I was one of the best special teams right. guys. So he was like, "Listen, you got a big assignment today. You you got Lorenzo Alexander. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right? He's 285 pounds. Like, what do you mean I have? A, <laughs> hey, you got an early shot him, right? I'm gonna send you early. You got to pop him early and then get back and pop him again. So I'm trying to play these tricks against this dude who's running 30 yards down the field <laughs> at 280 <laughs> pounds, and I'm 212 pounds." Yeah. That that math just don't math. That's probably, one plus one is three. You're probably the opposite. Pulling guard, you're coming around at some 185 cornerback. You're probably just looking at chops. You you knew you was gonna get chopped. Yeah. You mm-hmm. the smart ones was gonna just last second just take your knees out mm-hmm. and and, and it, it's a battle of wheels. Yeah. It's a battle of wheels, and then you know the older you get. The last, you know, you can't jump as high. <laughs> the first few years I got over. The last five years I was just getting chopped. <laughs> uh, this segment wow. is brought to you by Wingstop, where Flavor gets his wings. Remember, go get them chicken sandwiches. They got them in all flavors. So All like, flavors. All flavors. Mm-hmm. So if you like it hot, uh, honey hot, sriracha, whatever flavor they got, you can get the chicken sandwich honey as well as your wings. Sriracha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, Ooh, can you mix sweet. them up? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, but that was pretty sweet how you said uh, honey, that. Honey yeah. hot sriracha, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to have to try that out. I'm about to go honey, there. you hot sriracha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go to the trailer yeah. park now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, listen, you go to the trailer park, you got to bring a snack with you. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know that. If you come to the trailer park empty-handed, you're not getting nothing. <laughs> I, let me be the first yeah, to tell you. I'm glad you can come by. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went in the neighborhood to stop by? Oh, oh, see you later. Yeah, yeah. You got to come in there with something. You got to come in. a bag or something. Something. It got to have some grease on the back. You know what I'm saying, Nate? You ain't just come Stop. to the tra- Listen, Stop, Nate, you know it. You ain't, you ain't going to come to the trailer park where you ain't got nothing in that bag, a little grease to it. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Wow. It, it better not be one patty either. It better yeah. be double triples. <laughs> it better be two, three sandwiches if you come to the trailer park. Oh, man. <sighs> All right. Let's get into this thing, man. Cowboys defense versus the Bengals offense. Now, this is, you know... I am changing in such a way that I am excited to talk mm. about the defense, yeah, right. the Cowboys defense, because I'm going to be honest with you. This game will not be won if this defense does not play well. Mm. No. And I, I want to be very, very clear in this, because what's going to end up happening is, and I pray that it doesn't, and, and this, is, this is what happens when you have guys who are uh, somewhat young, this is when you have guys who feel a little bit of pressure is that mentally now you think you have to do more. And I think that 
is where you'll find to be the worst thing that you can do as a defense. Like, Micah doesn't have to do more. Diggs doesn't have to do more. Like, right. when you – and this is my fear. My fear is that Diggs now want to jump route because he know, like, man, if we don't get something on defense, we ain't going to get yeah, it on offense. We need that field position. You know, and, and now you get beat. When you're talking about the Cowboys defense who has shown themselves and proved themselves to be a, a very, very formidable group led by Micah Parsons, led by Dan Quinn, for me – I think this defense just has to do exactly what the game plan says for you to do. Anything that you try to do outside of your realm, I think will fi- you will find yourself in a deficit. Last week, the Bengals gave up seven sacks, five interceptions uh, by Joe Burrow. I doubt that happens again. Now, you may get one or two. You're not getting five. Uh, you, you may get four, three or four sacks. I don't think you're going to get seven. So I think that you have to come out and play solid defense. And, of course, Nate, I always start with you when I talk about this group of guys, but it starts up front. It's yes. going to start up front with the big uglies on that defensive line. Now they're without Terrell Basham, a rotational guy up front. But talk to me a little bit about what those guys, you know, Quentin Bohanna and Anosa and, and, and Neville and Tristan and all those guys now have to do. Last week, Sam Williams only got one snap. Yeah. The young boy mm-hmm. only got <laughs> the young boy only got one snap and you're going to be without Jaron Curse going up a pre, gets up a, up against a pretty good tight end in Hayden Hurst. But to me, I think it starts up front. Nate, what do you think? Uh I think Quentin Bohannon uh Neville Gallimore, uh, Osa. I think they did a nice job of defending their gaps. But what it got us was uh, our, our defensive ends, our slash linebackers, however you want to present them, didn't do didn't do a very good job. Because you saw as the game went on, they would uh, pull guys, kick our ends out. Our ends would try to jump around blocks. They would get the edge. We're going to have to set the edge because uh, Joe Mixon, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Samaji, P. Ryan, P. Ryan mm-hmm. these guys are going to do a hell of a job. Just to give you get, just, yeah. just give you numbers on Joe Mixon, he had 145 scrimmage yards last week. He rushed for 82 mm-hmm. and uh, had 63 yards receiving. So this is a, this is they use a screen game with him and a lot of the little quick pass out of the backfield for him to get him downfield. So this is the guy who had 145 so, yards from scrimmage. So when you looking at this team, you know they're going to try to emulate all of the good things they did against it. They're going, oh, that middle was a little tough, but over here, number 92 and number 90 were undisciplined, and it hurt us. It hurt us probably. They probably rushed. Uh, 70 yards of that, 150 yeah. right outside of that. And we're going to have to contain. One thing the Steelers did well is they contained their quarterback and they kept everything, like making that quarterback stay in a small pocket. Yeah. And it made him, and it suffocated him as the game went on. Why, as, as fans looking at it, we say, man, just contain, just stay where you are. But why is it so hard for these guys to, to get to chasing the ball? Is it how they're. Their formation set up. They're supposed to slant this way, and then all of a sudden, whoa! They got to get back outside. I mean, why is it so hard for them to to not contain? This is this is what I call I call being a victim of your success. Uh, our defensive ends all last year was successful in what they did. They made plays, jumping around, doing what they did. They did well. 
he go off in the corner and say, huh, them little hogs in the middle, they walling pretty good. Let's see what these two outside guys got. And they would jump. And all it was was number seven would just jump out. All of a sudden, he going, he'd just jump out. You got a tight end, a tight end, and, a, and what you, the guy that's right outside of him, they would just wash him in. Mm. And uh, is it, it was is ugly. That, you know, Parsons is so – I'm going after that quarterback. Does let, he let lose say this. when he's on that end, lose some of that let, let me say this right here. For all you people who do not want to believe me when I tell you this, for all you good, people who do not want to believe me, Line him up so they can see where he's at so he can get cold cocked again. Did y'all see that during the game? I did. That boy lifted him up out of his shoes. That comes because I know where you at and I'm going to get you. Let this kid play linebacker and slowly move him into these positions. Get Sam Williams on the field. Get Flowers on the field. Fowler. Fowler, get them on the field because we can't afford to lose that that prima donna we were, have. Were you guys surprised how much he played defensive end in that game? Nah, they felt they needed him. It, it, for me, it was when he played defensive end. Again, this goes back to don't be so predictable. Mm-hmm. He played a lot of defensive end on third downs. Right. Okay. And so, and the play in particular that that Nate is talking about, this is the chess match that goes back and forth between offense and defensive coordinators. Tampa Bay looked up and said, their offense can't move the ball an inch. So we don't have to put in place routes and throw the ball in places where it's going to be high risk. If we just score one more time, this game is probably over. Right, right. So what did they do? They max protect, and he said Leonard Fournette. If number 11 is lined up on the end, this is the side that you're going to the chip because I need a – Tom Brady doesn't have he, – he ain't a young spring chicken no more. Right, right. He, he needs a couple pats and a couple kind of giddy-ups to get the ball down the field. And, again, Byron Leftwood said, I'm going to call a formation and personnel that I know for a fact that's going to get Anthony Brown – on Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And they said, here's what we're going to do. Julio, you just run. And when you watch that play, first of all, Anthony Brown did nothing to impede his progress. And while you may say that Julio Jones is a hurt guy or whatever, Julio Jones put his head down and ran a 40-yard dash and ran right by him. They loaded the box up. They chipped on uh, um, uh, Michael Parsons. And what happened? A 49, 50-yard gain, and it set up for a touchdown. It was the, it was the, it was the finisher right. for the Cowboys. And so but lining Michael Parsons up in those spots, you have to be methodical with it. you got to kind of change it up because if you just line him up there on third downs, they're going to say every third down he's going to be the defensive end. So again, we're either going to come chip him again, and and I, you know, you know what's funny? I laughed because Micah was on Twitter going back and forth with Leonard Fournette about it, and Micah's like, "Yeah, you know, they know what happened if they line me up one on one." Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows yeah, that's what happens. Like, yeah. like Micah, the days of you getting one on one, like that's yeah. dead. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, they, if, they, if they give me a one on one shot, you know. Yeah, they know, Micah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not getting a one-on-one fair shot anymore. They, right. they absolutely know if they line you up one-on-one on any tackle in the league, so he nine lost times the out of ten, battle. yeah, you lost a Twitter battle because they're not going to 
They're not going to give you that anymore, right, Micah. Right. You, you, you've played your way out of people allowing you to go one-on-one with folks. Sorry, yeah. you're too good. Yeah. So for the rest of your career, this is the treatment that you're going to get. You're going to get chipping tight ends. You're going to get chipping fullbacks, chipping running backs, offensive line slide and protection to you. Congratulations. <laughs> you've become one of the best football players in the National Football mm-hmm. League. You're no longer afforded the benefit of the doubt of having one-on-one coverage. But we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit more Cowboys defense, Bengals offense. Is this a big game? Both of these teams are 0-1. And last in their divisions. Percentages say, folks say, the team that goes 0-2, 0-2. Yeah. It is O's and twos. O's and twos. Teams that go O and two be no. also at that crib. Don't 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 see playoff action at the end of the year. Yeah. Is this a big game for the? Is this a must win? Yes, it is for the Cowboys. Mm. Stay with us. Coming on back with hang with the boys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We back, we lit, we live, hanging with the boys. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. 
Dallascowboys.com. Also, get your season single season tickets. Head over to dallascowboys.com backslash tickets or go to seatgeek.com, the official ticket provider of the Dallas Cowboys, to get your single game tickets. Make sure you go and get those and be loud and be proud because the Who That Nation is coming to town and they're looking for a little bit of get right. The Cowboys are 0-1 after their loss to Tampa Bay last week. The Bengals are also 0-1 after their, what was that, three, two overtime game against, uh, since, uh, against the oh Pittsburgh God, Steelers. Um, tight game, back and forth all game. It should have been won in the first overtime. Snaps Blocks, misses, whatever doings it is. Of the doings. But here we are, such is life. The Cowboys are 0-1, the Bengals are 0-1. Percentages say that if you go 0-2, there's a 76% chance that you do not make the playoffs. It's a large percentage. Yeah. And I know some people will say this is not a must-win game. But when you couple it with the performance that the Cowboys put out last week, with their starting quarterback, might I add, how big of a game, Kurt, do you put this week two performance against Cincinnati? It's your second home game of the year. Um, It's not not a conference or division game, but the psyche of going 0-2 and knowing that you don't have your quarterback at least for the next three to four weeks, five weeks, six weeks maybe. Yeah. If you're Jerry Jones, maybe two weeks. <laughs> but how does the psyche play on that if, if you go down 0-2? Yeah, I think it's big. Um, that com- they, they're going to need confidence. You drop two at home to two you know, playoff contenders, that puts it in your head that, well, man, we may have a long road ahead of us. And I, I said in a early, previous show, like, I my one of my worries coming into this was this this could snowball, mm. and you drop these first two, you look bad doing it. I mean it's you know then you got two NFC East games. I mean it's you could you all right over there? Are we interrupting you? No no I'm sorry I'm sorry I, no I just I was trying to get the schedule up and something made a noise or something. Did Jesse talk? That or wasn't something? me. No I just worry that you know if they don't build some confidence if they don't start to figure things out. They come out and just stumble around again, especially on offense. I mean, the confidence level goes down. It starts snowballing. It could it could get ugly fast. With Cincinnati, Nate, you, you know what they you know know what they're going to bring, right? Cincinnati, right now, when you look at the trio, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, who we're not sure if he's going to play or not, suffered a, a, a concussion or concussion like symptoms last game has been mm-hmm. kind of iffy all week in practice, but the main guy. We know he's going to be there. Ooh, he's Jamar beast. Chase. Those three guys together with Joe Burrow are the number one trio in the National Football League. Tyler, they're, the, they're the best receiving group? They're the best receiving core in the National Football League. Mm. Tyler Boyd is the guy who's going to kill you on third downs. T. Higgins is the guy who can kind of do a little bit of everything uh, if he plays. But then Jamar Chase, he is arguably and putting himself in, in the conversation of being yeah. – a top five receiver in the National Football League. And this is a guy who had 10 catches for 160-something yards mm, yeah. last week. They find him. However you want to do it, he gets the football. Yeah. And when he gets the football, he does something with it. Defensively for the Cowboys, 
How do you go about trying to slow this type of offensive firepower down when you have those three guys who at any point in time, oh, by the way, add in Hayden Hurst to the mix. While he's no Travis Kelsey, he definitely ain't no – you said Mixon had a few receiving yards last week. And he had 65. Oof, man. So you're talking about now this thing is going all over the place to multiple to guys. How, how do you, from a defensive perspective, how do you go and you stop this offensive firepower that is the Cincinnati Bengals? I will walk into the offensive meeting room the night before the game, and I will look at them. <laughs> I said, if y'all want us to help y'all, y'all got to at least run the ball 35 <laughs> times. I want you to walk into the huddle. I want you to walk out of the huddle. And I want you to snap it with two seconds left on the play clock. Okay? And then when we punt it, I want a delay of game. And that, <laughs> and that way we will have a chance. And I'm being dead serious because if these guys, I'm telling you what their coach said after the game, fellas, seven sacks, we can clean that up. Fellas, four interceptions, a fumble, we can clean that up. If we clean that up, we blow Pittsburgh out of the water, even though Pittsburgh is a very physical team. That's what they told them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, even T. Higgins out, you add the Hurst kid, he he become a big figure in, right. in this right here. Their first two receivers are, are, are dynamite. You, Diggs cannot guess on his on his kid, man. Uh, Jamal well, Chase. You can't g- guess if you won't. <laughs> it you'll be burnt to death. You'll be yeah. over in Baylor burn unit trying to <laughs> trying to figure. I'm serious. When you when I when I look at certain teams, when I look at certain teams, I don't care how bad they played the week before. Somehow, some way, the Dallas Cowboys, we are bigger than life. And these guys, like mm. the Joe Burrows of the world, the Mixons, the Jamar Chases, all of a sudden they ain't never heard of the Cowboys in their life and never could care about the Cowboys. Or come up, you hear something before the game. Somehow, man, I always wanted to play for them. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to show them. I've been the Cowboy <laughs> fans since I was a little boy. boy. Yeah. yeah. How many times have we heard it? Uh-huh. And they come out here and just do us in. So if I'm the defense, I'm, I'm, I'm holding hand-to-hand with them, saying, bro, we're going to go in this together. And we y'all going to act like we want y'all to act. Okay? You're talking about, you talk about revamping, Kurt, an, an offensive line. The Bengals last year, who Joe Burrow, which I think is not sustainable over just a long haul, was the most sacked quarterback in the National Football yeah. League. I mean, he he got sacked at least 15 times in the playoffs alone. Yeah. I mean, he, he went up. It, he, it, he, he went up what in Kroger and got sacked. <laughs> he, did, he, did, he, he definitely yeah. did. But the Bengals said we believe in Joe Burrow so much. They yeah. went and spent an ungodly amount of money this offseason, only bringing back their left tackle uh, from that squad last year. I think it's a new center, new left guard, of course. And and the main piece that I guess we kind of care about is they went and they signed Lyle Collins. Yeah. who was with us last year and is now over there um, at, at the right tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, he struggled a little bit against T.J. Watt last week. And granted, we say the same thing. Everybody struggles against a guy who is a defensive player of the year. Yeah. That's, no, that's no coincidence. You know, and We have 
a guy who was in the running for the defensive player at the end, Michael Parsons. We also have a guy in Tank Lawrence. Is there something that we can pull from this as a, as a defensive unit that says, we know Lyle Collins. Yeah. We, we, we know him. I, I, I went up against him every single day in practice for the last couple years. Is there something that you can look at and go, all right, here's how we're going to attack this side of the football? Because he gave up some plays last week against, against T.J. Watt. And, and it made it made life a living hell yeah. for Joe Burrow. So will, will this defense, will Tank, will, will Micah line up over Lyle Collins and, 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 and give him a headache? Yeah, I would think that uh, looking at that line, he might be their weak spot as far as the Cowboys. Like you said, Cowboys know who he is. Lawrence has gone out against him day after day in practice. Now, does that mean Collins knows all his moves already? I mean, I don't know who has the advantage there. But my hope, going back to what you are saying, how they defend all those receivers, it's got to be the pressure up front, right? I mean, Diggs can't run around back there with him all day. <laughs> they don't get pressure on, on Burroughs. It's going to be a long afternoon. And, and I would hope that Collins is a guy – you mentioned it last night in, in, on the Crosstalk show that he may not just have the same hip mobility and such he that he used to, and so that's a guy you can attack. And he was on Pup starting the year. Yep. So he, he's not in the shape. And I talked to Brian Broaddus. He's not in shape. The left guard is a little bit weak mm-hmm. that you can, you can make hay on. Uh, Volson, yeah, yeah. So you can make a little hay on the left guard, but the, but the thing here is, uh, be physical with Lyle. Lyle wants that physical game, and then as the game go on, turn to your speed and turn that speed into power. Because we talked about it two years ago, just where you said I'm just worried about his hips. I'm worried about him being able to sit down. I would physically just continue to come at him early in the game. Yeah, oh, 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 he gonna bull rush me. Then all of a sudden, that long arm, the long arm of the law, and then just snatch him. He ain't gonna be able to stop it. He ain't gonna be able to stop it because he gonna be ready, ready for a battle. That's what TJ did to him. TJ. Mm-hmm. He just hit him a couple of times. Just ran off the ball, boom. Ran off the ball, boom. Then all of a sudden, speed, wow. bam, killed him. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. This should be. Uh, everybody should be bloody. <laughs> I'm saying when this game, I'm saying when this game is over, you know we should look at our offensive line and our defensive line, and you know hands and it just bloody knuckle, knuckle. I mean, just getting into one another, yeah. just doing your thing, man. Because if you don't, if you don't, uh, they have more experience, top-notch talent than we have. We don't know what our receivers are because they haven't done this. Yeah. We know all of them got Higgins, uh, Hurst, Boyd, Chase. At their position, one, two, three, they're elite. Am I wrong? Am yeah. I wrong? At their, I'm talking about. We say Noah Brown. I, I say. I say Jamar Chase is elite. Elite. Those other and, two are and, really, really, really good. And what make them elite is because that number one stands out there, and you putting your number two corner on this dude, and that makes him elite. We do not have. I think Ceedee Lamb is elite, but we do not have anybody over there opposite him. Ceedee Lamb's yeah. not elite. Not, 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 not in the form of oh, a number one. Okay. No, no, no. But he will learn. He will learn to not be in the league because this this year we're crushing. We have nobody to even elevate anybody over to the other side. That's what I'm saying. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Last night on the crosstalk again, Mm. you you said something to that that I thought was – it blew my mind really. It's like CD will never be a number one until they have a good number two. Never. 
because he hasn't had a chance to learn. It's, it's one thing. Michael Ir- Irvin had Kevin Martin. He had Alvin. He had Alvin uh, Harper. Harper. And these guys were legit in their own way. They weren't super super players, but they could command that you will have to play them. Do we really have to play Houston? Do we really have to just concentrate on 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 Fajoko? No. All you do is drop. We have no running game. You drop your linebackers back. <laughs> I'm being honest now. I, I'm a, I'm a component that C.D. Lamb can become a number one. He can learn. If if the if the wide receiver coach work with him, stay on him. He look at film. You got film of a guy that was that did it last year, but he was able to be who he was because C.D. Lamb is who he is. But it, it stemmed from the number one guy. Jesse, if I'm wrong, you got to correct me now. Don't let me just sound like a fool. No, no, no. I, I, I just – number one to me, is it's it's an it thing. It is. It's an it thing. And and it's, it's very it, – because you can learn a lot and you can grow a lot. And I, I've, I've said this a hundred different ways and a hundred different times. Mm-hmm. It's not a knock if you're not a number one. But see, like when people say it about CD, like, like, oh, you just, I'm not, it's not a knock. Mm-hmm. It's not a knock. Mm-hmm. It's just some people are not made for that lane. You're just not made for that lane. It, it, you, you don't belong in the HOV. You, you don't belong in the HOV. That, that lane is designated for a certain group of people. <clears throat> and that's why when you look across the league, and talk about number ones, they ain't like if we had to say there's a there's a number one receiver for every football team, but there's only a really a small group, like a small group of elite quarterbacks. Yeah. That that group is small and every, for every position. It's a small group. And it doesn't mean that you're not a good football player. It doesn't mean that you're less than of a football player. You just don't sit at that table. And that's okay. And we just have to be – we have to understand that. We have to accept that. That has to be – CD doesn't have to believe that. He can go and believe and do whatever he thinks he needs to do to get to that point. But to, your, to what you're saying, Nate, is I watched Calvin Johnson right. with no help. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> now, you, you talking about yeah. – Gorillas, freaks, and monsters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Julio Jones was that too in Atlanta. Julio Jones. Yeah. That, no help. Jamar yeah, that, Chase that? Jamar Chase got help though. Like, yeah. like, like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are really good players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I watch some guy, I, like I said, I, I hell, I watch Me- <laughs> I watch Megatron make Brandon Carr scream to the sideline. Yeah. Give me help. <laughs> Stop lining me up man to man with this damn freak. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Wow. I watched Brandon Carr scream it to the sideline. <laughs> Give me some help. I'm telling you. So now, I, I've seen dudes. about a little less than that? I'm just saying. <laughs> I've, I've seen some guys be right. able to go and work in, in that in that realm without having those other. I mean, I watched Nuke Hopkins in Houston with 13 quarterbacks be a 1,200-yard receiver. You're talking about 
That's a different level, bro. I watched Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> do it. This dude keep naming it. But I'm just <laughs> telling you. Quit Hall, Hall of Famers over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse, you know what? Why you have to go overboard? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just giving you names of guys who've done it at the number one position who didn't necessarily have Need to have – all the, and and yeah, that's the part the that's trimmings. frustrating to me at times when it comes to the Cowboys. It's like in order for Dak to be as good as he needs to be, he has to have all these perfect things in place. So now we're saying in order for C.D. Lamb to be what we need him to be, he has to have all these other things in place. And it, it just it gets a little bit tiresome but to kind of I always have this. to have all these things in place for you to even be. But I, be, I believe this. And, and I'm sorry whatever happened. I believe this. Every quarterback has their Amari Cooper. And we Amari Cooper, we don't look at as them six, seven guys you just named, we don't look at Amari Cooper as that type of number one. But he was he was elite as a route runner. He was explosive in most of his plays. He can make things happen. And he commanded that you at least pay attention with an extra guy. Yeah. And so that is what I'm saying. Can CD Lamb Grow to be that guy through study, through hard work and dedication. Can he? Can he grow to be that guy? I don't know, but we'll talk about it when we come back from this break. <laughs> if CD Lamb could be that guy, and and and, and we're gonna need him to. We're gonna this need him. We're gonna, all them beasts. We're gonna we're gonna need him. To, we're gonna need him to be a beast. So he need to King attack Kong <laughs> on the New York building down. <laughs> come Stay on, man. Stay with us. I'm hanging with this the boys. Name King Kong Godzilla. Yeah. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the stars. Get autographs from your favorite players and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to hanging with the boys. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, 
Uh, Devontae Adams. <laughs> oh, you want me to stop naming? Stop. stop. I'm sorry. Stop. Welcome back to Hanging with stop. the Boys. I was still naming guys. Put Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, <laughs> Michael Irvin. I was still naming guys uh, while we were in the in the break about those elite number one wide <laughs> Even they shot King Kong off the Empire State Building, bro. They did. They did eventually. They did. They did. But they did. Uh, no, other, no other human could do it. Nah. Um, Cowboys <laughs> wow. taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, this is, to me, this is a must-win game for the Cowboys. You, you sound can't. like you was from up north then. When you said Cincinnati Bengals, Cincinnati. you sounded like you, you didn't sound southern at all. I'm not southern. I'm not southern at all. I love living in the south, but I am I am a northern dude to the core. Um, I'm, shout out to Jersey. What up, Jersey? 908. Yeah. Roselle, what's going on? All my Union County brothers and sisters. Um, this is a must-win for the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Like, I know we don't want to have to go to that point in time early in the season, but to Kurt's point, you you can't. You, you can't go down 0-2. Um, this, is, this is one of those games where whatever happens next week happens next week. But you got to lay it on the line. Like every single – like you – every single thing that – Jamar Chase played a 96 reps last week. Dang. He played every single offensive snap for the Cincinnati Bengals. Every single – and think about that, 96 reps in a football game. Not granted they went into overtime, so on and so forth. But you got to be like that. You, you ha- Your mindset has to be, I'm going – Micah Parsons got to go every single rep. Tank, you got you to win every single rep. Diggs, you got to win every single rep. And, and while, to me, Look that while up, Joe man. Burrow – Look that rep thing up. Look, please. While Thank Joe you. Burrow will not throw four interceptions, he's gonna give you a shot. That's just who he is. He's a, he's a gunslinger. He's a cerebral dude, but he's gonna give you a shot. You gotta capitalize. Like like you you can't afford to miss moments. You can't afford not to get off the field on third downs if you're the Cowboys defense. You you you. Oh, and by the way. I know we're in regular season now, but it might be time for y'all boy primetime Turpin to show up. Like, I know we're only a week in, and th- but he's going to have to go out there and give a, a valiant effort. And, and don't be, like, again, don't be dumb with it. Don't, don't get the ball seven yards deep in the end zone and bring it out, and now they get the ball to the 13-yard line. Yeah. But when you get an opportunity to truly take advantage of that opportunity because everybody's going to have to be key and this being a successful game for the Cowboys. You can't have all the penalties. You can't have guys missing assignments. Oh, uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs, I- I'm cool with the coverage. I'm cool if you get an interception. Young man, you got to tackle. Because the league has figured out that you don't want no smoke when it comes to tackling. Was that, that you know, they started running left, and a lot, he's getting a lot of criticism. Was he? Was that part of the containment issue, or was that – no, the, no, not, no, no, no. He was the, back. He was back six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards off the ball. He didn't that contained no issue was our uh, was our defensive ends. But when they got into open field, he's got to come up and force that. You got to. And, and Dan Quinn's offense defense, defense, you have to come up and force that. Yeah. They require that you do that. So, Jesse, you're spot on. But this, but this goes back to what you and I argued about yesterday the physical. night. Physical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the physical. Yeah. You got, yeah. One to show your teammates that you'll do your share 
to make it work. And, and, yeah. this, and this is the moment in time of the year. Like, again, it's early, so early, but it feels so late already. But this is the moment in time when you got to say, you know what? I'm willing to throw my body around because my teammates need me. Mm-hmm. My teammates need me to tackle right now. I can't give up another, you know, four, Two, five, six yards, yards yeah. because I'm just trying to shadow a guy. I got a jersey and he drugged me three yards. No, nah, this, this, is, this is the part when I'm talking about being physical. You got to step up and be physical, and, and and if that's not a part of your DNA, then I'm gonna say is that something he can do? <laughs> Nate said you can. Do. Nate said you can. Now, you you can you can come at me all you want, Jesse. Nate, Nathaniel said you can. <laughs> Nathaniel day, said you can get physical. You can. You, you can, can learn to be physical. You can learn to be physical. Yes, you can. Eric Williams showed me that right there. Larry well, Allen he, showed me that yeah, right they there. Were, you can learn to be physical. Those guys were mean. They were going to you know, be physical. Yeah, but, but, but Larry Allen ain't learned they, how to be mean. No, no, they people like that. The Parsons of the world. And if Ridgeway was fulfill his promise, you know what I'm saying? Because we drafted him to be physical. So I mean, you it's hard to sell when you don't do it. And uh we haven't done it. But all of these things we we're talking about, the number one receiver, this, this, and that, the quarterback, fellas. If our offensive line don't pick it up, ain't none of this going to come. Hmm. I mean, even for our defense. I'm talking to a couple of defensive guys that played in my era, and, and the first thing they said is, hey, man, we don't want to go a minute over 30 minutes. I mean, a second over 30 minutes. We don't need 32, 33, <laughs> yeah. and 33 minutes of playing. He said, that crushes us. Hmm. And so I, I, I'm, I'm believing this. We have to set the edge on defense, make sure you go up into them big hogs and see what they're going to do on a consistent basis. We're going to have to be able to pass games as an offensive line, this TEs and the stunts and the blitzes. We've got to be able to pick that up and finish blocks, and we'll be okay. We'll be competitive. We can begin to understand what it is to be physical by finishing. And uh, and, and C.D. Lamb, uh Jesse's not saying you can't be a number one, just not right now. This past week, you were not yeah, number the, one. Uh, Jamar Chase did play 100% of the snaps. There's actually 100 snaps. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Let me apologize, Jamar. I cheated you four snaps. See, see, Let me apologize. Now, this is, where, this is where things upset me. When – when you are a leader, and I, do they have the breakdown of where he actually played? Because I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure in that 100 yeah, snaps, he yeah. played all over the football field, slot, when you, outside. When you off are the ball. when you are a leader, and you are in a dog fight, you should never let the TV catch you on the sideline. They know. Okay, at the end of the year, they're gonna have to see the Steelers, or the Steelers gonna have to see them. These guys like uh uh-uh. uh. Now Lamb Lamb played ninety seven percent of the snaps, sixty seven snaps. That's great. So, That's right. great. Just one had ten catches for one hundred and sixty yards. <laughs> well, yeah. The other had two <laughs> for sixteen. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You got to start somewhere. Be on Jesse. that field, that's a start. I guess that's a start, man. <laughs> one plus one is three. I guess. <laughs> See that now you're picking at Mr. Jones. I'm just math. Yeah. Simple you know, math. you picking that Mr. Jones. No, that ain't simple, man, because we all know one plus one, plus one equals eight. Because <laughs> I, I got that super belief, too, in the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Kurt, you got any parting shots that do you want to impl- Do you have any words of encouragement? Nah, well, 
parting shot. Gotta have faith here, right? Yeah, gotta have faith. I don't know. It, it's I, the defense. <laughs> gotta have faith here, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. Defense has gotta, like you said, they, defense doesn't do their part. They, they gotta hold them under twenty again. So hopefully they, they can come out and do that. <laughs> you don't even sound convincing, Kurt. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. I, I'll say this. Kurt, just kind of putting a uh, putting a wrap on Please offense do. defense. This is this is this is a coordinator's game. This hmm. game this week. Okay. All right. And I, maybe I should have saved that for tomorrow, but this is a coordinator's game. Th- this is the game where you really earn your check. See, it's easy when everything is going well for you. It's easy. That's easy. Like when I got all my hogs, like, yeah, it's easy. It's get, it becomes a little bit difficult now where you really have to get in the lab and come up with the scheme. Both Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, Nate, Kellen Moore, you have to make sure that you put a scheme together that one, best suits your backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Two, gives you an opportunity to have some rhythm. Because no rhythm will kill your offense. Uh, and, and then three, simplify it to the point where guys are able to get the ball and, and be able to make plays. And for Dan Quinn, you have to have two type of game plans. You have to have a game plan that's going to allow you to be physical, allow you to be aggressive, allow you to kind of pin your ear backs and go get it. But you also have a game plan that has to go in there and say, what happens if we get to 35 minutes, 40 minutes on the football field? How am I going to be able to have these guys prepared and ready to go into the deep waters of the fourth quarter if they drag us there and we have to be able to sustain? So this is one of those games where coordinators make their money. And and we're going to see if our coordinators are worth the price of admission. If not, then we'll be also evaluating them as well. Offensive line, know your job. Pre-snap penalties, for me at least, it's a lot of times I had them when I was hesitant on who to block. Mm-hmm. But when I knew who to block, I was good to go. Know your job, technique, 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 and be as physical as you can finish. Know your job. Every team that wins, lose, wins games on a consistent basis has two things. They have offensive linemen that finish their job and defensive linemen that flash and make big plays. Every, it never fails. And I'll say this, Micah Parsons, you didn't want to go on the show earlier this week because you said it was about being a leader. To me, I think leadership starts well before you were willing to be on the show on Tuesday. Now is the time. Now is the time that you got to grab guys and say, hey, let's go watch a little bit more film. Let's go watch a little, let's go watch another 45 minutes, an hour of film to make sure you know that you know that you know that you know. So that to your Why point, is he Nate, because it's, it's a good saying. It's a good saying. <laughs> so that when you go out there, we don't have guys thinking. We have guys just going Reacting. out there playing some yeah. solid, aggressive football, and we have our game plan to a T. So if you want to be a leader, don't talk about it. I, m- m- miss me with the miss me with the leadership talk in front of the cameras. Show me with yeah. these guys being galvanized to come out and say, you know what, we really dug into the film this week, led by Michael Parsons, and that will so be a go out there. We all on the thing that Cowboys going. We all on the same page. Cowboys going to win. Come mm-hmm. back tomorrow mm-hmm. to hear our mm-hmm. predictions. <laughs> I'll be out tomorrow. <laughs> Kurt out will tomorrow. be yeah. Kurt will be out tomorrow. He's going on a little trip, a little five day. Not, not trip. a Nate Newton quick trip. <laughs> He's going on a trip tomorrow, so it'll be me, Nate, and we'll have someone else come in here and join us. It'll just be me and you. Just, I, you know who we can ride with? Who? I already got the perfect person. Who? Nate and Jess. 
There we go. I like that go. combination. There you go. I now, like why are you doing that, man? Right, we got to go, Nate. We got to go. We got to go. show right behind us. We got to show behind us, Nate. Kurt. Why you got to Chris Bean, bro, Willie. All you guys. Thank you, man. Coming back tomorrow. We'll hang with the boys. Me and you. Me and you, man. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?